Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. And thanks for being patient. You're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer. Hi, good afternoon. Hi. Uh, Mr. Dyer, I'd like to uh, applaud you on your work and your literature, first and foremost. Um, Thank you. I've I've been a prison guard at a maximum security prison for a couple of years, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I've I've been quite disenchanted in that I've I've found that it's nothing like I thought it was going to be from from top to the bottom of of, of the job and, and financially rewarding and such. Um, I'm about a month shy of my 36th birthday, and I I, I see that I, I I it probably wouldn't be healthy for me to. Continuing this line of work, I feel like the energy is really heavy there, and and there's really no movement toward progression. You understand what I'm saying? I do. And, and I can't be in that environment and, and be content. Well, as much as I should, probably shouldn't be saying I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just real heavy, and and, and I'm a really um, I, I'm I, I feel things really in depth, so I feel the heaviness, you know. Uh, so I, I ultimately, I guess, what I wanted to ask was. Is, is there some way I can, I, I'd like to really broaden my career horizon and maybe get into a lo- another line of work, what would be a constructive avenue to manifest opportunities or, or, or you know, I, I, I overheard another caller saying something and you guys replied with uh, the state of allowing. I believe I have some serious blockage to my ability to allow things in my right. life that I, w- I, that I would like to attract. I think that's been something that has plagued me since adolescence as far as believing in myself and believing in, 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 in you know, just manifesting what you'd right. like to create in your life. I think that I, okay, I, my, let me, I, I, let me respond because, uh, you know, we always have such time limitations. Um, of course you're a, a prison guard in a maximum security prison. Yes, sir. You're deal- you're, you're, you're in the business of revenge. You're, you're, you know, that basically it's, um, you know, it's punishment. It's, it, it isn't just a system which is designed to keep people uh, who are, uh, <clears throat> you know, who, who are too dangerous to live in society uh, right. uh, separate from the rest of us. It's a, it's a system that is designed to be punitive, uh, to be cruel, and, and in many cases to be just as ugly towards those people as they were to their victims. You know, a- you, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah, and, and, and that that energy actually permeates into the officers too. I mean, a lot of yeah, officers act like inmates. Absolutely, and I uh, see that, and I don't want it to change me into that. Right, and so it's, uh, and and then and that goes from uh, that goes from the almost everybody in that system, from the wardens all the way down to uh, you know to to the people who work in the cafeterias and so absolutely. on. Absolutely, uh, yeah. So so you're in a system, a system which is. Uh, you know, really bringing you down. And, and for me, my first reaction as you started talking, before you even hardly told me what you were, is instead of being in that place where you are acting in the same ways that the people that you know that are being confined uh, towards them, um, why not make the shift, Milo? Why not shift to um, getting yourself to a place, working with people to avoid them ever having to get in that place in the first place? 
In other words, working with uh, disenchanted youth, wor- working with disadvantaged youth, w- working with uh, drug, uh, you know, uh, places. Get yourself a degree in some in something or, or or the the training that you need, so that you can. And every single time you reach one of those young teenagers or one of those young people in their in their twenties or or whatever it is, or even preteens, uh, and you get you spend a few hours with them, or you spend a week, or you become committed with them, and you say this is one. One less person that is going to be in that position. That's one thing. If you it's can't do that, place. yeah. If you can't do that, in other words, if you can't start your training so that you are your 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 mission is to keep people from ever having to get to one of those places, and you decide you have to stay because of the benefits or because of whatever it is, then it, then you have to become an instrument of uh, of love in a place which is filled with hatred and revenge. In other words, you cannot allow, you know, they said of Jesus, you know, that when he would enter a village, just his presence in the village and nothing more would elevate the consciousness of those around him. When he was on Golgotha and he was being uh, crucified, there was a thief to his right and a thief to his left. Right. And they and they became converted when he talked with the, you know, with criminals uh, you know, w- with the robbers and the prostitutes and so on, they would want to become better just by being in his presence. Patanjali said that when you are steadfast in your abstention of thoughts of harm directed towards yourself and others, that all living creatures will cease to feel fear in your presence. Go to that place. I sense within you a deep and profound love and caring for all people. Absolutely. So, so, Find, get yourself to a place where you can now work with people to have them avoid that, or if not, in the prison itself where you are the guard, become someone in there who is going to reach these people and help them to uh, overcome. Um, I, I, the, I've had inmates tell me I don't belong there because I, I don't treat people a certain way. They're like, dude, you don't belong here. You're a real nice guy. Not not yeah. weak, not weak and fearful, right. but really right. genuine and respectful. You know what I mean? Right. I, I yes. don't treat them like they're beneath me. So right. I've had inmates tell me, dude, you, you need to find another line of work. You're a good guy. You shouldn't be here. This is a bad place. And I'm like, well, well I don't know about that. I'm not yeah, sure I, about that. I don't that. either. Because I think in bad places that that we need we need the kind of consciousness that you bring to the work that you do, and you can probably if you can't, as I said, I see you doing something to uh, to help people to overcome these things. Most of these inmates that are in there are you know they're victims themselves. They came Absolutely. from they come from horrible horrible places. They were abandoned when they were young. They were drug. Their parents were drug addicts. They walked. They were walked out on. They were beaten up. They were, you know, and very much like these soldiers that are coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. Absolutely. We're turning them into killers when they come home and they start, be- they become killers at home. Uh, and so y- y- it's important for your level of consciousness, wherever you are. Don't, don't tell yourself it's the wrong place for you to be. Remind yourself that who you are is this divine spirit. You are a piece of God. And you can do that in the in the most horrific of, of places, and not be weak, and help to convert people. Stay stay in in that consciousness, and begin to get yourself some training. I would become a drug counselor if I were you. That's I don't know why that just comes up. Just uh, someone who helps you, because almost all of those people are there because of uh, some kind of uh, affiliation with alcohol and drugs, substance abuse, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, become that. Become an addictionologist or someone like that. If you would like to hear more of Dr. Dyer's radio show, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.